The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. I want to mention a great resource for writers, and this month's sponsor, Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. I'll expound later in the show, but the short version is this long-awaited book about the craft of creative writing from New York Times bestselling author Steve Almond sets out to debunk the well-meaning but misguided myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and most honest work. Pick up a copy today of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, wherever you buy books, more soon. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something special. And I said this before, like I, I spent 17 years writing for television, which is such a team effort. It's like you're playing on a team and, and it's you're, you're like in a band, you know, it's, it's that kind of feeling of like it's just camaraderie. And then to switch to writing a novel where not only is it just you alone in a room and you're just you're, you're like it's ground control to Major Tom. You're just like floating out there in space and but then uh, not getting feedback as you go along. I mean, that's the other thing about writing a TV show is that. Every week, you know, the AV Club watches it and gives you a grade. I mean, like, imagine that, <laughs> like, getting a grade on your work every week. And welcome back to The Writer Files. This is still your grateful host, Kelton Reed, wishing you pages, patience, and perseverance per usual. A seven-time Emmy nominee and co-creator of the hit TV series How I Met Your Mother, Carter Bays, spoke to me about working with David Letterman, being a recovering TV writer, and his debut novel, The Mutual Friend. Carter's best known as the co-creator of the sitcom How I Met Your Mother, which ran on CBS for nine seasons. The companion series How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Duff, premieres on Hulu in 2022. His latest is The Mutual Friend, described as a thought-provoking debut novel set in New York City, following a sprawling cast of characters as they navigate life, love, loss, ambition, and spirituality without ever looking up from their phones. A starred Kirkus Review called the book a perfect summer beach read, but one that deserves serious awards consideration as well. A New York Times bestselling author Claire Pooley called the book the most extraordinary and beguiling novel I've read in years. In this file, Carter and I discussed why working on The Late Show with David Letterman was a comedy MFA, how to get a laugh, when he finds the time to write fiction, the use of Easter eggs and twists and narrative structure, why you need to get your work in front of strangers, and a lot more. Stay calm and write on. And don't forget, you can always support this show by heading to writerfiles.fm, where you can also sign up for email updates, get links to merch, and other resources for writers. And if you're a fan of The Writer Files, please click follow to automatically see new interviews in your podcatcher as soon as they're published, and drop us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to help other writers find us. All right. We are rolling once again on The Writer Files. I am honored today to be joined by a special guest. I have co-creator of Emmy award-winning TV series, How I Met Your Mother, Carter Bays, is dropped by uh, today to talk about 
his debut novel. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Thank you, Kelton. It's great to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. I love talking with writers from that jump genres and even kind of career tracks. But, you know, I understand you're pretty entrenched and embedded in TV world. And um, yeah, this is kind of a, a little bit of a departure for you, right? It, it is. It, it's, it's, I mean, it, in many ways, it's sort of a natural progression for me. I, I think like on, on How I Met Your Mother, I that particular version of television writing was kind of telling this very long saga, the uh, very, very long, uh, some would say. So I, I love telling big stories and, and, uh, and, and writing fiction is something I always, I always loved fiction. I've always been a, a, a big reader and, and a fan of, of books. And, uh, it's funny. Like I, I literally, when we were starting how I met your mother, I was halfway through Anna Karenina, which mm. I had never read. Mm-hmm. And uh, literally uh, at the end of the sh- series, I found the same copy and uh, the bookmark was stuck in the same place. And I picked up and kept going. <laughs> it, it was kind of like, I feel like working on the show was kind of this 10 year break from doing anything other than writing How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Uh, and, and interestingly, like one of the characters ended up with the last name Sherbotsky, which is from Anna Karenina. But cool. uh, when when the show ended, I, I sort of I rediscovered uh fiction. I rediscovered literature and, and reading and, and I really just like took myself to school uh, and, and caught up on all the books that I had, I had missed and, and it re-sparked this love of this particular uh, medium. And so that's, that's kind of what got me into it. Well, take us back a little bit as we do with so many authors. Um, talk about your superhero origins because um, obviously, you know, fiction is something that you've loved and, and are now uh, debuting this fantastic novel to all this acclaim, these fantastic blurbs, which we'll talk about. But take us back mm-hmm. a little bit because I understand um, you spent quite a few years working on The Late Show with Dave Letterman. You're a sem- seven-time Emmy nominee, um, I did. and you've worked and and now like to now you've worked with all these big stars um, in Hollywood. Talk a little bit about yeah how you came to the Carter Bays of today. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I've always loved stories. I've always seen the world through stories. I, I um, my, I mean, my my origin story is goes directly back to my mom, who was a librarian. Uh, I grew up in libraries. I grew up like you know, just just hang, walking around the the Shaker Heights mm-hmm. Public Library, and and I, there was always a giant bag of books in the trunk of our car. That mm-hmm. that uh, is one one of, one of the perks of being the librarian's kid, and. Um, yeah, I've always loved telling stories. I've always seen my life through stories and and used stories to process. Uh, you know, the, the writing has always been my form of therapy. I think, mm-hmm. I think especially if you watch certain things on How I Met Your Mother, like that's uh-huh. very much the case. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I went to Wesleyan University. I met Craig Thomas, which was like the big momentous turning point in my life because uh, huh. he, he became my writing partner for many years yeah. and. Um, and we worked, we, we managed to get a job on, on Letterman and Letterman after college was, we, we did that for, uh, for four and a half years. And it really was, I, I always, I call it my comedy MFA because it really was, a, 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 among other things. I mean, it was a great job to have and it was a great way to live in New York city, uh, at, at that time in, in life. But it was more than anything else. It was just this fantastic workshop in how, in, in how to write and how to write comedy, especially because, it was just this this crucible through mm-hmm. which you just you 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 burn away every part of yourself that's precious about the things that you that you <laughs> write and and you really like when you are 
going up against uh, a, a, a crowd of strangers every night and your jokes are being performed by the funniest comedian on earth. So like, you can't blame him. If your joke <laughs> fails, it's not Dave's fault. It's your fault. And, and it really was a, a great, uh, a great way to, to learn how to craft a joke and how to, how to get a laugh. Uh, yeah. And, and that was really fun for a number of years. Ultimately, Craig and I both had this feeling that, I mean, we both came from a fiction background and, 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 and we, we both kind of wanted to, uh, and I also came from like a, a, a drama background. I was a playwright in high school and we both wanted to tell stories. We wanted to, 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 you know, write for characters, not write for the stagehands at, at the Ed Sullivan theater. <laughs> you know, we wanted to like write for actors. And, and so we, uh, I, I always describe it as like, we were Kermit and Fozzie packing up the Studebaker and driving to Hollywood. And, uh, we, uh, uh, we got to LA and, and had some great, uh, formative experiences in writing half hour comedy uh, we worked for Steve Levitan and and Howard Gewertz on on the show Oliver Bean. We learned a lot doing that, hmm. and then uh, that that is where we sort of like uh, kind of realized that like this half hour comedy is the medium for us, and we really loved it. And then How I Met Your Mother kind of grew out of that. Yeah, yeah, and um, that had a fantastic run, and then um, yeah, I mean, garnered all kinds of. Uh, Emmy wins and nominations for you personally um, must have been pretty satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, not only getting to work with narrator Bob Saget and then, uh. of course, Neil Patrick Harris, which is, which I, you know, a, an actor that I knew as Doogie Hauser <laughs> before, you know, before the renaissance of his career, which was pretty fantastic to see. Um, Jason Siegel and, and many, many, many incredible comedic actors as well, right? Yeah, it was tremendous. I mean, that that's for me, that's the story of how I met your mother was just how lucky we were to get to work with so many talented people uh, in front of the camera and especially behind the camera. I, I think like our crew, you know, our, our show uh, gets accused of, of a lot of things. And one of them is that we ran way too long. And I just I, I just don't see it because for me, it was uh it, it wasn't even a question of like, how do you, hmm. how do you leave this family that, that like, we have so much fun making the show. And, hmm. and, you know, I, I really, uh, uh, I'm so grateful for that experience and that, that especially like, you know, now that I'm writing novels and, and doing the, you know, sitting alone in a room, you know, writing my thousand words a day. <laughs> like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a different experience. I, I miss the, the collaboration. I miss the, like the camaraderie hmm. of like working yeah. with a writing staff and, because so, it kind of uh, becomes like a family, I understand, you know. Oh, it very much so. I mean, it really, it really was. And and I'm, you know, I'm still in touch with all of those people, and 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 still like, you know, text with Pam Fryman all the time. And uh, but yeah, it, it was it was. Uh, a, I feel very very blessed and grateful that I got to have that experience for as That's long amazing. as I did. Because a, a, a steady gig in in television is a really really rare thing, and I'm very grateful for it. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers. Truth is the arrow, mercy is the bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Author Steve Almond is a beloved professor at Harvard and Wesleyan and the acclaimed New York Times bestseller of 12 books of fiction and nonfiction. And in Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, Steve employs the radical empathy he displayed as a co-host of the Dear Sugars podcast with Cheryl Strayed, where they explored the joys and trials of storytelling to explode myths that hold us back from writing our deepest 
and truest work. The book includes chapters on plot, character, and chronology, but travels far beyond the earnest intentions of most craft books. It also includes writing prompts to generate new work. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Richard Russo called it one of the best books on writing he's ever read, and also the funniest. Pick up a copy of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories wherever you buy books and add it to your TBR today. And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders. And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash the writer files for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash the writer files. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. Well, Jason Siegel had some nice things to say about the, the mutual friends. He did. Um, yeah, which is your debut novel. And um, I thought it was very cool that Elan Mastai, who's also been on this show, um, oh, wow. is the author of All Our Wrong Today, is he's also uh, a TV writer, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Elan, I, and, and I love his book, uh, All Our Wrong Today, is, and, and he's he's so, uh, it, was, it was so sweet of him to write that quote, because I had met him and, and, and uh, we got kind of thrown together in, in that regard, but he was in uh, like, uh, he was, I, I, at this point I was helping them get uh, how I met your father up and running on the, mm. the Paramount lot in Los Angeles. And he was working one building over on this is us, which he was, which he was a writer for. And uh, yeah. so uh, it was, it was a very, like, it was, it was kind of funny. Like, Oh, this guy's like literally 30 feet away from me and <laughs> so he's cool. reading my book. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But no, it, it, it seems apropos. And of course, he said, um, the mutual friend is like a 10-course dinner party with your frankest, wittiest friends confiding all their secrets um, with plenty of full-on belly laughs uh, <laughs> and also granular emotional insight and sharp-eyed observations about modern life and love. And that it is. Um, but yeah, just some great reviews. Kirkus uh, said an original intelligent novel. It's not just a perfect summer beach read, but one that deserves serious awards consideration, which is um some high praise there i would think yeah that's, um, that's really cool. yeah so so how, how how did that feel kind of getting receiving praise from your your you know peers from from the fi- you know kind of from the fiction side not just from tv you know yeah that that's been really really exciting and gratifying and wonderful and and uh, among other things i I've, I've discovered so many like through this process i've discovered so many writers that i now love like like jennifer e smith and mary laura mm-hmm. philpot and like these people that like i didn't hadn't been exposed to before this uh, and and i'm now a big fan of their writing and it's just such a um i str- and i said this before like i i spent 17 years writing for television which is such a team effort it's like you're playing on a team and and it's you're you're like in a band you know it's it's that kind of feeling of like it's just camaraderie and then to switch to writing a novel where 
not only is it just you alone in a room and you're just, you're, you're like, it's ground control to major Tom. You're just like floating out there in space. <laughs> and, but then, uh, not getting feedback as you go along. I mean, that's the other yeah. thing about writing a TV show is that every week, you know, the AV club watches it and gives you a grade. I mean, like imagine that, <laughs> like getting a grade on your work every week. Like yeah. it really is. And, 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 and I was grateful for that. I mean, I'm grateful for like getting that sort of having, making the show a conversation with the people watching it. That was, that was really uh, a cool part of the experience. But um, yeah, with this, you know, it was years and years, just me alone with the story and alone with these characters and, and knowing how much I loved it and how much I, I cared about these characters and, and was really like, just, just enjoying writing it. Uh, mm-hmm. But not, you know, no one else knowing about it, knowing about this world. And, and it was, so it's, it's, it's such an interesting experience. Like now, like it just getting, you know, the gates being opened and like it being out in the world and people reading it, like it's, it's been, it's a big relief. It's a big relief. That's like, okay, mm. I'm, I'm not crazy. This is, this, there's something here. Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about the seeds of the, of the um, idea behind the book and the process of getting it to publication, you know, because you are a, a busy producer and, and writer. Um, so you've got a, probably a lot of balls in the air at any one time, but then you talk about the, the solitary nature of actually having to sit down and get pages. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that transition for you and then kind of like what your most prolific, uh, day looks like just as a fictionist. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, well, this, this idea has been percolating for a long time for me. It, it, it sort of, it was really, the summer of 2014, uh, right after How I Met Your Mother had ended, my family, we'd moved to to New York and uh, we were living on the Upper West Side. My kids were going to school at a school in Morningside Heights, sort of across the street from uh, Columbia University. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, you know, I would walk them to school every day and then and then walk home. And I, I was sort of at a point in my life where I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do next. I, I didn't have a, a, a deal for, for a new show or anything like that. I was just really kind of like, all right, this is, this is, it's, it's a big reset for me. Yeah. And actually I, I, uh, that summer I, I took a class in, uh, Buddhism, uh, at Columbia. I like signed up for like uh, the hmm. continuing education program, which is something that, that made its way into the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really was, I was, just doing a lot of thinking and thinking about like, what, what do I, what's the story of right now? What do I like as someone in this particular generation living in this particular place, what can I talk about that is specific to the world I live in that, that uh, only someone living right now can tell. And and it feels like the story of right now, for me, it, it really felt like this transition that we've made as a species. And I'll, I'll go as big to say as a species that, that we, Mm-hmm. that that technology has changed so much about how we live our lives and how we think and how we remember memories and how we interact with our friends and how we fall in love. Like it just, it's such a huge paradigm shift. And yeah. I like having, having lived through it, you know, my kids haven't lived through it. They're they're This is just the world they live in. You know, this, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't know they're fish and they don't know what water is, you know, but like, <laughs> I, I know, like, I'm uh, like, I remember the days before I had an email address and before, you know, when there was like one phone in the house uh, mm-hmm. nailed to the wall in the kitchen and, and that with the was a really long cord. Yeah. With a really long cord that got all <laughs> tangled and yeah. And, and I, uh, so I, I just felt like that's, that's the story that needs to be told. It, it, it really was the, the, I mean, the cliche of like, think of the book that you want to read 
that's the book that you need to write. And and I, yeah. and I felt like I, I wanted to see the book. That's like, what's the book that, you know, I think about like, I, I love, I love Jane Austen. Like, I mean, who doesn't love Jane Austen? Like I, I, and I, and I just think it's so cool that like, if you want to learn about uh, Regency England and, and the, the customs of courtship and marriage, like you're not going to read a history book on it. You're going to read Pride mm-hmm. and Prejudice. You're going to read Emma, you know? I, and, and I sort of love that about fiction that it can be this, just, this historical document of the time. And so I sort of had an eye on like, as I was writing it, sort of thinking like, I want to write something that 200 years from now, someone can read this and give as good a view, uh, as accurate a depiction as I can do of Mm. like what it is like living right now in this particular moment of this huge transition for, for human society. And that, that was kind of the, that was, that was the, the, the sort of the grandiose goal I gave myself. Um, Mm. But I was also a recovering TV writer and I, <laughs> I sort of, so, you know, it started out as, as a TV script uh, and I, I made a bunch of other pilots along the way. Like I was still sort of like trying, I still sort of felt like well, I, I'm TV writing is the craft I've spent all these years learning. And, and so that's what I need to do with myself. And it really took a, a number of failed projects, <laughs> like mm. just to put it bluntly. To mm-hmm. like realize like which which and and I say failed pro- projects like which is that's the life of a TV writer like I got exactly. so lucky getting first one out of the gate to run nine seasons like it's just that's that's your lot in life is like you you write pilots and they don't get picked up and then you know you hope like maybe once in a while one will but after a few years of that I just I was still sitting on this story and I still like I you know Alice was still sitting there the uh, waiting to you know study for her. Uh, her MCAT and then try and pass this test. Uh, and I, uh, I just felt like I, I need to see this through to the end. And so I, it really was a moment where I, I had to make some tough calls and, and push some things aside and say like, I'm not a TV writer for the next couple of years. I'm just, hmm. I'm just doing this and I, I need to like go into a room. And so, yeah. I, and then answer your question of like, what's a good day. Like I, it, I really, I, I just, uh, I made it my job. I made it, I, I, I got an office. So I would like, take the subway to, to the office and I would mm. go sit in a room, uh, light a candle. That was always my, my, my little r- routine for whatever reason. If, if the candles lit it, like that was my Pavlovian, like, okay, time to work <laughs> and just got really scientific about it and said like, all right, a, a novel is, you know, 80,000 words or a hundred thousand words. You know, if I write a thousand words a day, I'll have a draft in a hundred days, you know? And, and mm-hmm. so I, I, a thousand words a day. And that, you know, that was actually, I think it was 700 words a day. I think that was like for most of the novel because a thousand was, was pretty ambitious, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I just really, I, I, I made it my job and, and, and it was really, I was very grateful to have, to be able to do that. And like anyone sitting here saying like, Oh, I just made it my job to go write a novel. Like there's the backstory of that is the incredible support system that you have. Like, especially me with three kids, like my wife was yeah. so wonderful. And we had, uh, we had, uh, you know, have some household help that like, you know, it, it, I'm so grateful to have, have to have the privilege of being able to do that. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it was, it was a, a good two and a half year leap of faith from like when I first started writing it to when I finally sent the manuscript off to a publisher. Mm-hmm. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk a little bit about, you know, I mean, I'd love to talk about like narrative twists in um, uh, screenwriting and fiction, but talk a little bit about kind of the, the, you know, the similarities or the differences between the mutual friend and some of your TV writing. Um, You know, this is this, the mutual friend is about an ensemble of 20 something New Yorkers over the course of one summer as they navigate love lost ambition and faith and of course it's, there's there are a lot more moving parts to it than that but you know mm-hmm. no spoilers here there are there have always kind of been some easter eggs and some twists in your um narrative process you want to talk a little bit about that oh for sure i mean i i i love 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 that stuff i love laying traps and and springing them it's it's my favorite <laughs> thing in writing i'm i'm a uh i'm a a true blue uh outliner i love writing outlines i love planning ahead i I, you know and and i and i i always try to like outline give myself enough room in the outline to have every moment i'm running feel fresh and 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 have every moment you know like when i'm writing it you know give room to surprise myself obviously but um yeah I, i i love uh uh I just as a as a as a reader and as a a, a viewer, I, I love uh, when a trap is sprung on me. I, it's mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I there's something very uh, uh, satisfying about knowing you're in uh, you, you know you 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 really feel like you're you're in good hands when when someone pulls <laughs> off something like that. So yeah. I, I uh, yeah I, I'm uh, you know you don't. I don't sit down and think like, okay, well, I'm going to write a book. What's, what's a great twist ending, you know, but, but as things come along you know, and as you know, you, you sort of, you know, bits of information will arrive and you'll think like, well, do I t- say that information now? Or do I say that yeah. information 200 pages from now after you've given people time to wonder about it? Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, there, there's certainly some twists in this book and there, there's, there's, uh, there's a bigger twist that's kind of gradually unfolds that I, I really, my real goal with this book was to write a book. That's like a super fun beach read that you can read in a day. And it's just like, a, a, a like, like 10 great episodes of how I met your mother in a row. Like that kind of feeling <laughs> of just like, a, a, just, just people like off living their lives in, in hilarious ways. And, and with, with some heartbreak also, and, and, uh, you know, feeling like the, uh, uh a full three-dimensional story and I, I, I wanted to give people that experience but i also wanted to like i wanted to do the you know two books for the price of one thing where you <laughs> you finish the book and then you go back to page one and it's a whole new book now that you kind of know what you're what you're reading yeah for sure um well kudos on the work and um well, thank you yeah the praise is is really really rolling in and it's very nice um that's gotta feel good yeah it's very exciting yeah, and, and it is a lot of fun. Thank you for sharing it. Um, yeah, so let's talk about um, what you're on to next. Are you 
like back and forth between TV? Are you trying to get more fiction, uh, you know, out there into the world? What's next? Uh, I would love to write the next book. I, 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 you know, the, the blessing of, of this book is that, uh, the thing that made it possible is that I wasn't on a timeline and I just sort of said, I'm going to, I'm going to write it when it, I'm, I'm going to write it when it feels right. I'm going to, I'll be finished when it feels right. And, and, mm. and so I'm, I'm giving myself that, that freedom again this time around, but I definitely, uh, I, 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 I love this experience and I, I want to do it 10 more times. You know, I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So we can look forward to more, more of your work for sure. Um, well, very cool. So uh, a couple of fun ones, um, before we wrap up with your advice to your fellow scribes, um, are okay. you a coffee, coffee or a tea drinker? Uh, coffee, full on coffee. Tea gives me a little tummy ache. I get a little, uh, <laughs> I get a little, my, my tum tum doesn't feel so good after tea. So it's, it's coffee. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, and, and black coffee too. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know why that I'm, I'm inoculated against that particular, uh, <laughs> stomach turner, but I, I just, yeah, black coffee. Isn't black coffee just the easiest thing to just continually? It is, yeah. Put in your face. I love it. I, it's, it's, you know, that's everyone has their ritual in the morning. And like for me, like making the coffee for the house is like that's. I, I just love that, and I love grinding the beans and the whole, the whole thing. I am just, yeah. It's, it, it goes back to uh, Twin Peaks for me. Like Twin Peaks as a (laughs) fifteen-year-old, Agent Cooper drinking coffee, uh, really just like lodged in my brain and has not let go <laughs> oh i wonder if we could do someday go back and do like best coffee drinking scenes in like cinema or television oh um, my god yeah I like mean, a retrospective because there's so many yeah i'm sure f- five of them are in twin peaks for sure <laughs> yeah pulp fiction and then uh yeah good fellas or who knows okay uh anyway <laughs> moving on um We'll say that for another episode. Yeah. Uh, team coffee. And um, let's see here. If you could have any uh, author from any era uh, to your favorite spot in the world for dinner, all expenses paid, of course. Oh, uh, wow. Who would you take and where would you take them? Um, I mean, I think the... I, I don't think anyone has any right to pick anyone other than Shakespeare, just because, I mean, how do you not? <laughs> but, like, so Shakespeare's the obvious one. Uh, Jane Austen, I think, is also uh, uh, someone I'd love to. Uh, I don't know where we'd go. Um, Bring I, them both, I, yeah. But I'll say, like, James Joyce, I think, is, the, I mean, that's my, my heart is, he's that, uh, he's my favorite writer. And I would, mm. uh, yeah, I think uh, just, just go uh, walk around Dublin, go to Davy Burns and have a, gorgonzola cheese sandwich and a glass mm. of burgundy and uh recreate ulysses and uh uh yeah that would, that would be uh that would be the dream i think james jo- that might be a first james joyce and that's surprising honestly. oh wow i mean it's yeah but but you could bring all three you could bring shakespeare uh yeah Jane, we can get a table jane we'll, james yeah. I'll, I'll have yeah. my people call ahead and we'll, we'll get a table we'll like, yeah. something in the back That'd for nice. sure something all private yeah <laughs> <laughs> very cool um yeah, so just kind of like any pearls of wisdom for aspiring scribes and just how to persevere. You know, this has been a, this has been some challenging years for everybody. But but you know, as the world is seemingly topsy turvy and then turvy topsy, you know, like how do we how do <laughs> we per, how do we keep going? How do you how do you uh, uh, yeah, focus well, on the writing? I think every you know everyone's born with a different set of uh, 
proficiencies and deficiencies. And I, I, I personally, like for me, the thing I needed to do to get better at writing was, uh, and this goes back to Letterman. Um, I, I, my advice for especially writing comedy is just like, get your work in front of people that don't like you or not, not that they don't like you, but just don't know you. you like get your work in front of strangers as much as possible mm. and really pay attention to what makes them laugh and what doesn't. That's the only way to, to get good at it. I think, I, I think like it's great to listen to your heart and it's great, you know, that, but your heart will always be there and you'll always have a sense of like what you think is funny, but like, it's very, uh, I, yeah, I just, just having an experience with, first of all, just getting over the hump of like putting yourself stuff out there. Like I, I, I always struggled with like, is it ready? Is it, is it, is it done? And, and really just like the more you, uh, you get over that, that preciousness and get over that hump and just like get people to read your stuff. I, I think this is like, uh, it, that that's how you get better. That's that's the whetstone you sharpen yourself against is just strangers, and I, and I think uh, so. Like like for me, like I, I was lucky enough to work on Letterman, where you know we had an audience full of strangers every night, uh, yeah. day in day out. But like I think Twitter is great for that. I think stand up comedy, improv, mm. like mm-hmm. any any chance you get to uh, put yourself in front of people who don't know you is is a, a really useful learning experience. For sure. I like that. Um, the proving ground. And of course, you got to fail faster because uh, the yeah. sooner you do, the, the sooner you're going to learn to get back yeah. up. And- fail, fail better, as Beckett said. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. I love it. Uh, Carter, thank you so much. Any socials you want to connect with listeners with? Uh, sure. Well, my, yeah, my, my website is carterbays.com. My uh, uh, Twitter is, Carter ba- is at carterbays. And my Instagram is at Carter L Bays because whoever has at Carter Bays showed up probably two days before I arrived on Instagram and snatched it up. So uh, L is my my middle initial. So there you go. But um, yeah, and as far as celebrating, I actually like it. it it's it's really uh, it's really cool. Like the book comes out on June seventh, which is my daughter's yeah. birthday, uh, and uh, we're we're going to Disneyland. So that's oh, uh, <laughs> perfect. The perfect way to celebrate. Yeah, love it. I love it, man. Um, again, thanks for your time, for your wisdom. Come back and, and wrap with us in the future. And uh, yeah, best of luck with everything. Well, thank you very much, Calvin. This is great. Thanks so much for joining us for this file. And if you're a fan of the show, simply head over to writerfiles.fm for more. That's writerfiles.fm.